Hello everybody, how are you? I'm alright. Beautiful, lovely, hot summer's day, isn't it? It's very nice. I'm just watching some a white butterfly thing. Oh, and there's a um, what is it called? Motorbike going by. But still, it's really nice and hot, which is great. Um, Herb is creeping by. I don't know what he's doing. Um, yeah, but all is all is well with the world. The boys are watching some utter rubbish on um, on their iPads um, when it's an utterly great day. But who knows? Yeah, all is good. All is good. Um, yeah. So um, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and um, what happened today? Had a nice little um, delivery of books for Ruby Doobie to read. He's an avid reader now. Since we've been doing um, home schooling, he's really good. Got into it. Um, yeah. So all is fab. Um, so let's have to, we'll just dive in. We'll just dive straight in. Don't know where Derek is. Derek is hopping about somewhere. Obviously in squirrel meeting. I haven't seen the foxes recently. Either. Either. Right, okay. Come on, let's just, we'll just really silly go. Um, Thou art as tyrannous. Oh, well, sonnet 131, by the way, those who are, who are counting. Thou art as tyrannous. So, uh, start again. Thou art as tyrannous, so as thou art. As those whose beauties proudly make them cruel. For well thou knowest to my dear doting heart, thou art the fairest and most precious jewel. Yet in good faith, some may say, that thee behold thy face hath not the power to make love groan. To say they err, I dare not be so bold, although I swear it to myself alone. And to be sure that it is not false, I swear, a thousand groans, but thinking on thy face, one another's neck do witness bear. Thy black is fairest in my judgment's place. In nothing art thou black, save thy deeds, and thence this slander, as I think, proceeds. Okay, so I don't know if this is a sonnet to the woman or a son rather than a sonnet about the woman. You know, I, whereas I, I wouldn't have minded getting the sonnet before. I think this one would have irritated me. Okay, 
So, thou art as tyrannous, so as thou art, as those whose beauties proudly make them cruel. This is car- carrying on in the vein as before, talk, you know, doing, giving that sort of list of, um, rather than, um, um, rather than um, giving overflown, overflown, overblown um, comparisons with natural beauties like you are your, your skin is as white as snow and you you're, you're, you have rosy cheeks and you know all that kind of stuff and um 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 and your hair is golden wires or something like that one of the ones he was talking about um he was saying that you know actually you're not like that at all but actually for me you are beautiful um and i love you um but he's so he's carrying on in this type of theme so thou art tyrannous so that as thou art so it's difficult thou art as tyrannous so as thou art as those whose beauties make them cruel it's tricky it's, why is that so tricky why is he making that so tricky because i suppose she's tricky the words are tricky because she is tricky thou art as tyrannous so as thou art as those you as those whose beauties proudly make them cruel very particular even looking like you do, you're as much of a tyrant, much of a, as a dominant bully, as those women whose beauty makes them proud and cruel. Once again, making sure that we know that in society, she wouldn't be, this dark lady wouldn't be considered a real beauty for well thou knowest to my dear doting heart thou art the fairest and most precious jewel for you know quite well that to me who dotes on you you are the most beautiful and precious jewel yet in good faith some say that thee behold thy face hath not the power to make love groan. Yet some say, yet some people say, in all honesty, after looking at you, that your face simply does not have what it takes to make someone sigh with love. To say they err I dare not be so bold, although I swear it to myself alone. I wouldn't dare to be so bold as to tell them they are wrong, though to myself I swear they are. That's very big of him, isn't it? And to be sure that is not false, I swear a thousand groans, but thinking on thy face 
and to prove to myself that I am right. I sigh a thousand times just thinking about your face. One on another's neck do witness bear, thy black is fairest in my judgment's place. These sighs, coming one after the other, testify to the fact that your dark complexion is the most beautiful one to my eyes. In nothing art thou black, save in thy deeds, and thence this slander, as I think, proceeds. There's nothing black about you except your actions. And I think that's the reason people spread this lie about your looks. You know, why does he keep? It's all very odd, isn't it? Why does he keep? using this this word um, black because for me you know, everybody's always taught to me like it was, oh no, she's brunette. Well, it doesn't sound to me like that. Um, anyway, that's just mine. Um, But that's, I don't know, that's just my, well, who do I, what do I know? I'm just a drama teacher. But he's, you know, there's nothing black about you except your actions. And I think that's the reason spread this lie about your look. So, once again, Shakespeare's going on about the dark lady and why she is not pretty and is unattractive. Shakespeare does say that she is the fairest and most precious jewel. However, he does feel that no one else feels this way. I mean, he does interpret this. This is his interpretation. In fact, he will not publicly even defend her and says he will love her in private. To say they uh, I dare not be so bold, although I swear it to myself alone. So he's not going to stand up to anybody and fight anybody about the fact that, yeah, actually, my chick's ugly. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if he's just trying to make her feel 
grateful. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, so it's not going to, yeah. Anyway. So this is why I'm saying, you know, does he give these to her to read? Because Does he read? I don't know. Does he give her the, to these to read? Is she aware of these? I don't know. Anyway, it, it, I mean, it seems he like Shakespeare seems to judge her character as lower than his own in terms of his moral, in terms of you know morals. Shakespeare and his, you know, this married man. In nothing art thou black save in thy deeds. Um, but he, um, um, but in that, you know, but he's still going, but he's still in love with her. You know, and, and he's, and thence this slander, as I think, proceeds. I mean, he does call it slander, which is a, you know, he's this slander about your looks, which is a lie about your looks. But he's not going, he's not going to defend her. And he's saying, you know, your face doesn't make me sigh with love. Or no, makes me sigh with love, but wouldn't make anybody else sigh with love. You know, that you know, there's that thing with um, Helen of Troy, um, who who was the face that's, that, what was it, the face that sailed a thousand ships or something like that. She was the woman who ran off with oh my word with uh, I want to say Paris can't remember um, and started the Battle of Troy I think and then got the horse where Greeks hid in and then a big, you know, they've got, and the, like the Greeks were hiding in the horse, this big wooden horse. So the Greeks said, all right, we're going in a way now. We've, that's it, you won. And the people of Troy went, yeah, brilliant. And then, and then the Greeks, we've gone, bye. And then like, they're, they're all hiding up in this horse and the Troy, you know, Trojan people, well, wow, they've left us this horse. That's amazing. And so one Trojan person said, this looks a little bit to be good true to be good good to be true even and so they said yes that's, that's very right okay well just stab up here they stabbed a bit up there didn't you know nobody went ow or anything and so they brought it in to the city and then left it there because you know what you can do with a big horse and then the Greeks came in and from that you get beware Greeks 
bringing gifts or something I don't know I can't remember exactly you know and there and other things I can't remember um no such thing as a free lunch I don't know can't remember but lots of other things my mum will hear this and she'll remind me um Yes, but her face was a, the face that's, that launched a thousand ships because they had a huge battle. But he's not saying that to her, is he? He's saying, you're ugly and you make... I think you're pretty, but other people have been saying how ugly you are and I'm not going to defend you. I shall just tell you you're pretty in private. So that's nice. Oh, and also he's saying, you're bossy. Thou art as tyrannous, so as thou art, as those whose beauties proudly make them cruel. So you're as bossy as women who deserve to make them bossy. this is how it all starts because she's bossy and and you know and demanding and sassy she's given him sass she's probably said pick up your wet towel off the floor Shakespeare put it in that um, clothes basket you can do that can't you yes I know you're a writer yes I know you're brilliant yes I know you're a genius but you can actually pick up your towel off the floor come on you can do it and for that he's written sonnet 131 and called her bossy and ugly. This is what happens, you see. But then, you know, in modern days, Taylor Swift goes out with somebody and then dumps them and then writes an album. You know, swings and roundabouts. Right, okay, moving on. So, from the sublime to the ridiculous, or the ridiculous to the sublime. So, I thought, I've realised, do you know what? I haven't, ha- I haven't really looked at a dramery person. Um, and so, I thought I would um, have a look at one of those. And you cannot get more dramery than um, Brecht. Now, so all of, I'm expecting all of you to be shouting things at me at the moment. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll be shouting lots of things at me anyway. But Brecht, for those of you who don't automatically remember, born 10th of February, 1898. 14th, uh, died 14th of October, you're right, by the way. 1956. He was a German theatre practitioner, playwright and poet. 
he Bertolt um, was a yeah um, German theatre practitioner, play, playwright, and poet. Um, came of age at the sort of like the, during the Weimar Republic um, in Germany, and he had his first successes in Munich. Moved to Berlin. Uh, um, in 1922 where he wrote the Three Penny Opera um, became um, a practitioner of epic theatre and um, also the Ver from Dung's effect I hope you were, that's what you were saying so um which, as you know, is all about alienation and making people feel uncomfortable. That's right. I remember going to see um, a in play and it was fantastic because um, the actors um, were very close to the audience um, and it was really sort of interactive and the one of the actors actually got me up on stage and kind of whispered in my ear don't worry I'll be fine and and then was like using me as a prop and stuff like that and the audience could feel my sense of discomfort um and so I can't I trusted him but also you know I was uncomfortable and the audience could feel my discomfort um and you know, so, so that that's where the alienation um, effect, you know, came in there. But it's about um, kind of distancing yourself, so th- the audience is distancing themselves, so that they can kind of be shocked into kind of realizing. Um, that what they're seeing on the stage um, is a reality that is not right or is um, is too bleak or is something that needs to be changed um so, uh, you know, and there's a reason for that. Um, you know, he he was brought up during he was he was uh, he was brought up during Hitler's time. He was uh, branded a troublemaker at school, and he got expelled for anti for writing anti-war poems. Um which is, you know, pretty cool to be that kind of activist at school. 
um, and to know in a, innately at that age that what Hitler was doing was wrong. Um, you know, when everybody around you is is just falling into line, it's pretty amazing to to stand up and 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 to 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 go. No, I don't agree with that. You know, or that feels wrong to me. We just have to look. Um, around us in the world and see how quickly it is to follow a leader who might be a like Hitler um, somebody who's very very charming who's got a massive personality and then who leads you um, because of what he's how he says things rather than um, his policies. Um, and so when that happens, um, um, inevitably that cult of personality becomes very dangerous. Um, when it was he was 16 when the first world war broke out um, when the first world war broke out and um, Brecht was initially um, enthusiastic but soon changed his mind on seeing his classmates swallowed up by the army Um, and um, and so he actually um, was able to get through the war by being a um, conscripted into the army by being a medical student and um, by being uh, a um, uh, a medical orderly and so you know which is pretty grim during the war having to go around and patch up people and pick up limbs and whatnot pretty horrific I should imagine um and um then um sort of um so you know made it made it through through that war and and um then obviously saw the approaching um second world war um and he let you know he fearing persecution brecht left nazi germany in february 1933 just after hitler took power um, um, you know, and he, and he was he wrote poetry. Um, 
uh, uh, you know, he wrote poetry about um, politics, but he also wrote wrote poetry um, about um, love as well. Um, But he was deeply um, scarred by what he had seen in both wars um, and um, sort of held responsible the fact that um, lots of people um, had um, working people had been um, led to their death um, because of um, the richer aristocracy hadn't hadn't um, put you know, hadn't checked um, you know had, hadn't played their part um, really um, you know and, and Hitler hadn't been dealt with. Um, and lots of it, their plays are about it. Mother Courage, which is an amazing play, is a, all about um, a woman who um, has like uh, three children, and they um, and she basically has a caravan, and and prof- she she you know is it like she she has a um, caravan which sells bits and pieces, and and she follows the wars around. Um, and she's, you know, she sells bits and pieces, and um, to to the soldiers that um, at each, you know, at, at all of these wars, and um, and it's all about how, you know, who profits from the wars, and how war is a business, um, and how, um, you know, that that. You know that that um, that it it's um, the soldiers have to be kept busy, and also the generals have to be kept busy, um, and um, it's you know it's an amazing play. Um, I recommend if you get a chance that you that you you know kind of read it or see it. Um, and it's um, it's quite stark um, about um, what war does to the soul of a person. Um, now, you know, I've never been to war, so I, you know, I don't know. Um, I can't make a comment about war at all. Um, my grandfathers have been to war, and I'm immensely proud of them. Um, um, and Brecht also went to war, and he was incredibly scarred by them. Um, he. Um, uh, 
During yes, so during the Nazi period, Bertolt Brecht lived in exile, first in Scandinavia during the Second World War he, in the United States, where he was um, surveilled by the FBI, FBA, FBA, FBI, and subpoenaed by the House Un-American Activities Committee, which basically meant that he was he was blacklisted for being a communist, um, and told that he had to um, give up names. Um, about who was being a communist, they were worried about people being a communist. Um, apparently, you know, there were there were people that um, uh, um, who who they felt um, were were communists, and they, and they needed to 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 uh, get their names. Um, it was all about sort of um, grassing people up and what whatever. Um, it's all about McCarthy, um, if you want to look it up. Um, uh, yeah. But I should imagine that he didn't think much of that, really. Um, anyway, so. Um, he said of poetry, in my poetry, a rhyme would seem to me almost insolent inside me contend delight at the apple tree in blossom and horror at the house painter's speeches but only the second drives me to the my desk there you go um so You know, um, he also said that art, what did he say? Oh, I'm going to get it wrong, which is just horrific. Um, um, art is not a mirror held up to reality, but a hammer with which to shape it. Um, which means basically that um, we shouldn't be looking at using art, like performing arts, to um, reflect back to people what um, society is, but we should be using performing arts and all sorts of arts to show people this is what is going on at society society are you happy with it don't you think that we should change this um because this is not okay um he was wrecked was really uncomfortable with um naturalism and stanislavskian type of drama he wanted people to really understand that they were not in this make-believe um theatre. They wanted them to think and he wanted them to really think about the message of the play. And if he was if people were uncomfortable with what was going on, well then why were they uncomfortable? Was it because um the killing of you know, millions of men in this war 
shouldn't have happened, well then we must do everything that we possibly can do to make sure that that never happens again. For example. So, um, I have um, two poems. Um, I have um, for you. I've got the first poem called All of Us or None of Us. Um, uh, by Bertolt Brecht. So I'm going to put my little my glasses on. It's little writing. Slave. Who is it who shall free you in those deeper darkness lying? Comrade, those alone shall see you. They alone can hear you crying. Comrade, only slaves can free you. Everything or nothing, all of us or none. One alone, his lot can't better. Choose the gun or fetter. Everything or nothing, all of us or none. You who hunger, who shall feed you? If it's bread, you would be carving. Come to us, we too are starving. Come to us and let us lead you. Only hungry men can feed you. Everything or nothing, all of us or none. One alone, his lot can't better. Choose the gun or fetter, everything or nothing, all of us or none. Beaten man, who shall avenge you? You, on whom the blows are falling, hear your wounded brothers calling. So, and it is that kind of all of us to 
together or none um which i really like um having to work together um which i think probably he learned um you know about having to um change um You know, he he learned how to. Um, he thought about, you know, the working people about who was going to change, and he he realised that it was going to have to be everybody, everybody working together. And that made me feel, you know, that made me think about, you know, us recently, about you know how how we were going to help each other out. I think it's going. You know, I think we're going to going to take us all working together, and I think I think it has taken us all working together, and I think we're going to have to. It's going to have to take us all working together. Um. Or none. Um. Oh, Derek's back. Hi, Derek. He seems to like the poems, doesn't he? The second one I've got is called um, The Solidarity Song. Um, And it's a sort of extending of the theme, really. And this, I was reading um, The Big Issue. um, Because in Broadstairs, there's this um, seller who get who haven't seen him for a while you know because obviously um during the pandemic people haven't been out and about um we haven't been over um and you know you just think about the homeless and stuff um and they've been shielding haven't they or they've been in shelters um like i remember i told you um so I think they're just coming out. Um, anyway, um, and there was a piece there um, by the patron, I think he is, or by the editor in chief, whatever. Uh, and he was he he was talking about this particular poem. Um, so um, I wanted to read you this poem, solidarity song. Peoples of the world together join to serve the common cause, so it feeds us all forever. See to it that now it's yours. Forward without forgetting where our strength can be seen now to be. When starving or when eating, forward not forgetting our solidarity. Black or white or brown or yellow, leave your old disputes behind. Once you start talking with your fellow men, you'll soon be of one mind. Forward without forgetting where our strength can be seen now to be. When starving or when eating, forward not forgetting our solidarity. If we want to make this 
certain we need you to be we will need you and your support it's yourselves you'll be deserting if you rat out your own sort forward without forgetting where 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 our strength can be seen now to be when starving or when eating forward not forgetting our solidarity all the gang of those who rule us hope our quarrels never stop helping them to split and fool us so they'll so they can remain on top forward without forgetting where our strength can seem now to be when starving or when eating forward not forgetting our solidarity workers of the world uniting that's the way to lose your chains mighty regiments now are fighting that's no ter- that no tyranny remains forward without forgetting till the concrete question is hurled when starving or when eating whose tomorrow is tomorrow and whose world is the world So certainly we have had time to reflect on our um, priorities, haven't we? Um, And I think it's really important that we all work together. And and I think this is a really great poem, isn't it? Have pretty good instruction. Maybe I'll maybe I'll um maybe I'll put it up on um on Facebook. I think I'll do that. So guys, I hope that you're okay. Um, tomorrow is going to be hot, 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 hot. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to put some... I'm going to see what's happening. I might put some nuts out for Derek. Uh, he seems to be quite happy hopping about. Um, but I might go and put some nuts out for him. And really spoil him. Um, I hope you're going to be alright. Um, with the weather. Um, yes, so stay in. Apart from your constitutionals. Uh, uh, the boys went out to the skate park today. I didn't go, but I'm thinking about buying some roller skates. Um, and um, so, and stay well. Make sure you wear your masks, and stay gorgeous because um, you're all lovely. And I will speak to you tomorrow. You take care.